Blog Talk Radio. You're tuned into The Informant. I'm your host, Will Zariski. With over 20 years of investigative experience, visit our website, willcpi.com. Will Zariski on Facebook. Cape Coral PI on Twitter. Follow my page. Bring you suppressed news and information. Become an informant today. Check us out on YouTube and iTunes. It's the first day of October 2018. I'm your host, licensed investigator Will Zariski from the state of Florida over here in the Gulf of Mexico. A lot is going on pertaining to Southwest Florida. Now, if you've been following the show and getting the information that way, I encourage you to research this stuff. Um, We have two states of emergencies announced by Florida's Governor Rick Scott going back to June. One state of emergency is for the algae bloom, toxic algae bloom. The lakes are being flowed in to the east and the west with all the aggregates runoff, all the raw sewage, all the nitrates, the fertilizers, creating a toxic soup, which has been exacerbating the red tide. And the red tide levels are phenomenally high. Now, this started out in southwest Florida, the first signs of the algae down in uh, Sarasota, coming down to Fort Myers area. Now, that has trickled. I mean, they're, they're releasing freaking um, 1.8 billion gallons of this toxic water per day into the Caloosahatchee, which is now being diverted over the east side to Stewart. They're showing a lot of signs over there. Hey, listen, the first time ever that Jupiter has closed their beaches, Jupiter, Florida. Lifeguards are wearing uh, breathing masks on duty. This is the first time this red tide, this toxic algae has been such a problem. There was a bad one back in 16, but nothing to this level. They're creating a dead zone over here, Florida. There's a lot that goes into this. There's the, uh, the mining by Mosaic that's going into the aquifers, releasing. Uh, well, when you, when you mine that, when you drill that deep, and they've got 200 million gallons they're trying to contain, and they they bust down into the aquifers. They release this stuff. It becomes toxic. It becomes toxic waste radiating into our waterways. So we are inundated because of development, because of greed of the developers, because of greed of the big sugar industry that's here, the farming, decades of neglect. And all of the millions of dollars given the governors, the senator, Bill Nelson. Look for my confrontation with him on, on my Facebook page, Will Zariski. It is absolutely apocalyptic what is going on here in Florida, and it needs to make more national news. 
Now, back in June, I was at the Army Corps of Engineers meeting. I videoed a, a manatee that washed up dead on on Facebook. The media has since contacted me for that footage. They sent it out on, uh, I think it was CBS. And uh, I know they made it, made it up there about a 20 or 30 second clip of it. It's not getting enough momentum like it should. Folks, we're in a, a retirement state. We're in a, a water state. Everybody wants to come to Florida for the water, the beaches. And it's quite disgusting what's really going on. Because of all the toxic water, we've had massive fish kills, fish washing up into the beaches, crabs washing up into the beaches dead. We've had maggots crawling up from the sand. If you don't believe me, research this stuff. There's plenty of videos of it. So if you're planning your retirement down here, vacation down here, you might want to look at what uh, section of Florida that you want to go to. Uh, you can find a clean beach. I, I recommend you do it while you can. I don't know what the solution will be. And we're going to talk about those who try to capitalize on our crisis here in Florida. A lot is going on. But uh, first of all, on a positive note, Michaela we, and I, we, we had our, our baby, Zaria, was born on August 30th. You know, it was last, uh, when now we're in October. But uh, she was born with diaphragmatic hernia. She spent about 22 days in Johns Hopkins. They did the surgery, and she is absolutely coming along very well. I'm very proud of her and my wife. So, there, you know, there's still some care we have to do uh, with her, but uh, she's in a research study program. She's doing just doing great. We met a lot of good folks down there at the Ronald McDonald House and at Johns Hopkins. Can't say enough about the, the good work those, those folks do, the doctors, the surgeons over there. I'm glad. And, you know, the thing with, with, with her, uh, I'll tell you real quick, with the CDH that Zeri had, it wasn't picked up by the ultrasound. So when she was born, it was a surprise. And thanks to the quick-thinking doctors, they were able to determine just about right away what, what the problem was and rush her over to Johns Hopkins for the surgery. Absolutely. Miracle baby. We're very proud of her. So back to the Florida water crisis with the green algae now inundating Stewart, Florida area, closing down Jupiter Beach. The red tide has been exacerbating all the neglect, all the millions of dollars unaccounted for. You know, th there was uh, millions of dollars given eight, eight years ago to, to build a retaining system to stop the flow. So where did all that money go? Where did uh, recently this year, Governor Scott, over $30 million, and his statement, he'll do what it takes for the citizens of Florida's health. We've seen not much. I think he released only like three million dollars between seven counties. Uh, one of them here at Cape Coral received a seven hundred thousand, another three hundred thousand, and then Cape Coral turns around, spends a million dollars in marketing. It's just asinine. So what they're going for, folks, is out of sight, out of mind. Continue to market for the areas, spending six over sixty million in states, the the park here in Cape Coral, um, with all the money that they're given, not warning people. Uh, Jupiter was the first beach we've seen closed. There are signs, but the signs only indicate basically swim at own risk. That you know, bacteria is microscopic, so that's what they're planning on. Out of sight, out of mind. I recently uh, posted a picture on my Facebook 
of uh, look like a white sand beach, but then if you run, look like somebody run their foot or something along the sand, and underneath it was this green tinge. Our beaches. That was in Siesta Key, I believe, up in uh, Sarasota, Florida. I mean, you can see this stuff online on Facebook. Probably uh, YouTube videos are out now. And one thing I can't stand is when people, whether, you know, been here a long time local or they come down into the area to try to capitalize on our crisis. That, that's just, uh, oh, that makes me mad. It should make you mad too. I'm referring to a, a gentleman who uh, now runs the Southwest Florida Water Movement Group on Facebook. He's got over 80,000 uh, followers on there. His name's John Hine. And I started hearing a lot about this guy. Start thinking, oh, that's that's great. You know, somebody's got a big following. He's, he's getting proactive with water. You know, I've got a very uh, strong interest in the water situation, the water crisis here, because I grew up surfing, fishing, boating. You know, we based our lifestyle on the water. So I start hearing more about this guy. And what really sent in, uh, me into question about him was with the he was on the panel at the Red Tide meeting in uh, Englewood, Florida. Now, on that panel, there was a self-proclaimed algae scientist, third in the world. I've talked about him before in previous uh, live streams and, and broadcasts. I want to talk about him in a minute. There was a gentleman, Bruce Nathan, who was running. He was, at the time, run, he was on the ballot running for the governor of Florida. There was a chemist. There was a fish and wildlife officer. A lot of educated people on the board, people from Moat uh, Laboratory and Aquarium. And right up there with him was John Hine, who is a convicted felon. Yeah, that's right. Un unwittingly, unknowingly, the, the, the other people there, the real educated people, had no idea, no knowledge of this. And Hine is up there trying to answer questions like he's a water pro and, and not really knowing what he's saying. And the only buzzword that the guy really knows is cyanobacteria. Well, needless to say, his demeanor sent red flags out to a lot of people. A lot of people question it. I got a lot of uh, private messages on this guy, so I finally decided uh, maybe I should check this guy out. So a background check was done, public record, Lee County dot clerk. And this guy's got over 30 charges and, and a felony, and one just recent as last year. It's that drug possession, mostly. The guy's, the guy's a drug addict. He's a thief. He's a drug addict. So what this guy's shtick is, he starts these GoFundMes asking for money in the name of clean water. Now, you know, I've got nothing wrong with GoFundMes. We have done a few GoFundMes. Not all GoFundMes are scams. However, Southwest Florida Water Movement and John Hine is a scam, which was addressed just today on uh, the local news here. Uh, mayor, the mayor of Fort Myers Beach talked about it because uh, this guy is getting so much static from doing this. And uh, if you watch the uh, his page, is just absolutely going insane. He was called out by Wink News um, for doing this. See, what the guy did, he really messed up. Let me go back a little bit. The Southwest Florida Water Movement was started by some woman, can't remember her name, 
And then somehow John Hine got involved, you know, picked it up from there and it grew. Um, he's capitalizing on a crisis. He's taking the money where he messed up. He said he was going to donate it to a charity. Now, when Wink News investigated this, they could not confirm any of the monies, not one cent going to charity. Captain for Clean Waters denied having any involvement with Hyde. And he has no question. I mean, he won't answer the questions where the money is. Uh, He has printed a Word document with a signature on it, which means deadly squat. Guy's a scammer down here in southwest Florida. Been doing this for a while now. If you go back in the history on his Facebook, I've got some people that send me information. There's actually a, a Facebook group called John Hine is a scammer. There's a lot of stuff in there if, you, if they let you in that group. You know, the bottom line is he's taking, I mean, some of these GoFundMe's folks, he's raised over $10,000, and then he pulls the money. I think right, somebody's telling me right before it reaches ten grand, he pulls the money out and starts another one, pulls the money out. He's done this uh, over six times from what I understand. You know, I stopped my investigation when I saw the felony on his record. That told me a lot right there. And then you watch a few of the videos. He claims to be beat up. Uh, he claims to have broken his back. He claims to have uh, contacted this uh, cyanobacteria or breathing problems. Uh, it's all a scam. He's a phony. He's a fake. Uh, he's an actor. You know, these that's uh, what these con men do. And people are still donating to him, which somebody brought up a good point. Even Charles Manson had followers. So people are foolish enough to spend their hard-earned money or on, on this guy. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. You know, what, what do you think is going to happen when you fund a guy that's got a bad drug problem? He's going to spend it on drugs. We're going to take a quick break. When we return, I'm going to talk about another movement down here. Uh, kind of on the fence with this guy. It's the Captain Planet Project. Garrett Stewart will be talking about him soon. We'll take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to The Informant, and I'm Will Zariski. Stay tuned. Author of True Spiritual Warfare and Paranormal Activity, book 225th Street, Patrick Meekin. He's just released the prequel, Nightmare in Holmes County. This controversial book will bring you face-to-face with the reality of spiritual warfare and expose hidden secrets that the forces of darkness use to control and destroy people's lives. Nightmare in Holmes County, available now on Amazon. Check it out. Hey folks, Will ZPI inviting you to check out Christian rapper Ninja Scroll on the official ninjascroll.webs.com. My video, no coincidence. I'm Ninja Scroll. Peace out. September 11th, no the 254th day from the beginning no of the year. Two plus five plus four. I didn't do it. I'm medicine, I tell you. Sure you are, Charlie. That's why I call the professionals at W&W Solutions. 
When you need the evidence you're looking for, visit willzpi.com, a full-service investigation agency. Background checks, computer and cell phone forensics, surveillance, bug sweeps, and more. That's willzpi.com. Get the answers today at willzpi.com. License number 8280088. May just be a little ex- less expensive than you think. All right, folks, we're back. You're tuned in to the informants. I'm your host, licensed investigator Will Zariski. That's right, www.willzpi.com. Or check our other website out, icnews.online. So we were talking about uh, John Hine and the Southwest Florida Water Movement, which used to be, was it the South Florida Water Movement? Uh, it's on Facebook, John Hine. Another thing about him, he's not qualified. Don't believe this this gentleman. He holds any type of degree, especially in water, uh, anything, water management, water treatment, water knowledge, uh, which leads me to uh, bring you guys this um, Captain Planet Project. Now, the guy behind Captain Planet Project, now, the only problem I really have with Mr. Stewart, not unlike uh, Heim, they're not related. They have no, no uh, affiliation at all. Captain Planet Project is a licensed business and I believe a 501c3. And uh, Garrett Stewart, he had come down here uh, from Kansas. He was residing in the Key West area. And his uncle, well, we'll talk about his uncle in just a minute, how he plays a part in Captain Planet Project. Stewart from Captain Planet Project was at the Red Tide meeting in Englewood, Florida. He got to speak on the panel with his solution. It's actually his uncle's solution. So the problem I had with him after doing some research, I did a whole live stream video about him. He claimed to be one of three algae scientists in the nation, which is false. According to the Captain Planet Project uh, website, he studied under three of the algae scientists in the nation, one of 53 or 54 on the planet. So that was uh, a bit shady there. But, you know, this whole video, this whole live stream I did about, just told you a little bit about the problem I have. You got to watch some of those videos. They're very entertaining. I believe we can turn this around. What Garrett really wants to do is speak at schools, public speaking, you know, raising uh, funds for that. Cap- hey, I have no problem with capitalizing your license to do it, or anything, but just be transparent about it. You know, I'm transparent. Anybody can look me up and see what's going on. So that, that's what I believe. So I talked to him over the weekend. Him, you know, him knowing the live streams that I've done, you know, calling him out, talking to his assistants. Uh, yeah, they, they had called one had called me and messaged me through Facebook. Um, they now part of it and, and hold a, a fundraiser for our daughter. So all of the research I've done. Another thing, another another problem I have talking about research with Garrett Stewart, Captain Planet Project. Um, he worked for Monsanto. So that's another problem a lot of people have about him. He seems to really want to help. And he seems that his uncle's idea with duckweed. He wants to bring duckweed with a budget of $50 million 
down into Lake Okeechobee to clear up the algae problem. There was uh, Bree Sanders, young lady on Facebook, who's in Washington, D.C., rallying for our clean water down here. Uh, I think she's up there alone. If you're in the D.C. area hearing this podcast, please check Bree Sanders out. Check her Facebook out. Give her some support. Uh, she she did an interview the other morning. Uh, it was like 4 or 5 a.m. she was on with an FGCU. Uh, I think it was an undergrad for some kind of biology. But, you know, when he heard the duckweed idea, he, did, he didn't take to it too well. I'm not sure what all's behind it, but uh, according to Stuart, that's what's going to clear up the algae problem, duckweed. I don't know if you guys are into environmental issues with the water, but you can probably check him out. It was a nice offer of him to want to do a fundraiser for our daughter's area. So we'll see if he follows through with that. I have no problem with anybody capitalizing, uh, doing that, just do it under the being transparent. You know, also when you got these guys, that he, he claims he went to Pitt University with a BS degree. Um, you know, the indoctrination starts in the colleges. You know, they, they, they think there's an overpopulation problem. They believe in global warming. Warning. Uh, global warming, I find no science for that. Sorry, I just don't. But anyway, I've got a problem when people, whether residents here or coming down here from another state or another country, and they want to capitalize on a crisis. One congressman out of Chicago once said a few years ago during the Obama administration, he said, don't let a good crisis go to waste. Statements like that are what are affecting the left, especially the, the extreme left, and they're doing things like this. You know, just be transparent. Be like, hey, listen, I've got a BS in, in uh, biology. Um, I started a business, a 501c3. Um, I want to do some things. And, you know, I, I encourage everybody come up with ideas, because apparently our government has left us swimming in this cesspool of toxic waste down here in Florida. And many people are not aware of the problem here in Florida. They're taking the money. They're lining their pockets. I've done the live streams and confronted Bill, uh, Senator Bill Nelson, Governor Rick Scott, Congressman uh, Francis Rooney. We're on the news. My wife and I, Fox News, Fox 4, CNBC, uh, ABC, uh, World Net Daily. Uh, we, we've been all over the news here, and it seems to have fallen on deaf ears. Because they'll run some, some of the, you know, you know, let me give some credit to the news press here in Fort Myers, Florida. They ran an extremely good article on us. We're on the front page with Donald Trump. It's quite an honor. Not tooting my own horn here. We're in a, we're in a very bad water crisis. We need to raise awareness. When this, I've got a friend I grew up with. He said, when this hits the affluent community, it's going to take people. He's on the Conservation for Water Alliance. And he said, when this hits the affluent community and they they come out of pocket and they start retaining attorneys and fighting the Army Corps of Engineers and, and our government to stop the flows, that's when something will change. And until then, it won't. I mean, look at Manatee County, Florida. They got three more. Mosaic apply. They got they granted three more permits for mining. All the gyps and stacks and everything, all the crap that's falling down, going into the aquifer, and it's basically poisoning our water, and most Floridians are unaware. So if you're hearing this broadcast, please try to get this information out. Try to do your part. Warn people. Tell others. 
retweet this broadcast, spread it around like wildfire or a bad rumor or whatever. Just get this information out. It is that dire. Folks, another thing we had, uh, there, I was in Venice, Florida last week. We observed some pump trucks, and I'm talking, we counted uh, over 40, some residents in the Venice area got tipped off, told me about this, went up, watched the trucks, and it appeared that they were, a, a force man had broke. When we went down there, and there was a couple of us involved in this, at the source, we did not see excavation. We saw a lift station. That was on Jacaranda in Venice, Florida. We went over to Scar in Jacaranda, which is a location where they were pumping. Under the impression that was a storm drain, it was a manhole, which I later spoke with a water expert. We uploaded some live stream stuff. They got a, a Large amount of views on them. We don't have a schematic. I'm not a water expert. Never worked for utilities, water management, anything like that. But when you see these pump trucks coming in over 43 times in that in that same area, dumping into with their, their big hoses, dumping into that manhole, confronting them, having them tell us that they're dumping sewer, not knowing where it goes, and then coming back the next morning, seeing it this spillage out into the street. And no, no accountability for how many gallons of sewage was dumped into that manhole. Now, they said, and this made it up to Sarasota County, the videos that we did, that they said that this goes to the water treatment plant. But how can we be sure? The video I did where it raised awareness, holding these people accountable. And some of the people were very belligerent with some of the people we had out that night. That video is out on my page, cursing them out. Um, unacceptable. FPL down there, turning off the light, you know, the powers, street lights out there, trucks running all night, shaking the houses, a lot of, a lot of uh, citizens up there, the residents. This is in a uh, homeowner association neighborhood. That's why it raised such a concern. And then I, I received a lot of trolls on that, but I received some good information. Uh, somebody said, you know what? took pictures, sent them to me. This is a storm drain, saw, saw the images. She saw during Hurricane Irma last year, pump trucks dumping into there. Now, Venice, Florida, back in 2005, was caught dumping sewage into a storm drain. I, I posted the article somewhere on my page, but um, they were fined $1 million. That's why it was a big issue, a big concern. They claimed they weren't doing anything wrong. I've had a lot of people work in water. I, I've spoken with a, a person who's a worked for a head of some municipal, has all these certifications, water expert, and he said, we did the right thing. He told me the manholes to look for. One says sanitary sewer. He said that one was all right. And that, that's the lid that we found on the manhole. The other one is uh, storm. It has the word storm on it, storm sewer. That's a bad one. So... There's still a lot of questions about that. There is an investigation, I believe. A lot of people know that. And some, another announcement that I want to make, coming up here Wednesday, October 3rd, 1 p.m., Aaron Brockovich will be in town at Fort Myers Town Hall. I do plan on going down there, uh, seeing what's going on. She was in Satellite Beach, Florida, over the weekend. And 
Back again, that name keeps coming up. John Hine went there trying to get uh, her attention where the police took him out of the building. Just as they did back in 2016 at the Trump rally where they, they, by the Secret Service, it looked like they asked him to leave. It's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. You know, we're coming into season where all the snowbirds come down here. And when they do, with all of the stuff going on in the water, they've been using aerosolization. They've been out and people have been taking pictures and video of them spraying an adjuvant. I had somebody in the industry tell me that was hydrothal 191. It's an algicide, an herbicide, a pesticide. And basically what they did back in the BP oil spill, they used an adjuvant called Corexit. And it's like putting poison on top of poison. It did not do anything to the oil, but sink it to the bottom of the Gulf. So what are we seeing here is a very, something happening very similar with spraying the adjuvants, whether it's by helicopter. We've seen a lot of, a lot of helicopter activity. I've got a boat over in the marina they're staying at all last year, and they started appearing when this algae crisis, well, after it began. Never seen so many before. Why would they be there? And then our daughter's born with CDH, the dichromatic hernia, and the medical doctor told us it's not genetic. Well, what's the primary cause, I asked. And Dr. Wynn said, pesticides. And then when we get to Johns Hopkins, one of the surgeons there mentions it's not genetic, it's environmental. That really got us thinking, everything that we've been exposed to, you know, having $200 a month vitamins, innate multivitamins, no smoking, no drinking, eating as clean as we can. My wife was such a trooper during this whole thing, gave natural childbirth. And it really makes you wonder, and it, you know, it's not, there's conspiracy theory and there's conspiracy fact. And I believe in investigation before condemnation. I don't have solid proof other than what people have told me in industry, other than what the doctors and surgeons have told myself and my wife. Investigate. We're going to get to the bottom of this. And if this is the case, let's go back to uh, Vietnam. Ancient Orange. A lot of people have made that, that connection, have made that comment. Call it conspiratorial, whatever. That is what we're looking at here. <clears throat> we're, we're, um, we're dealing with, clearly, I've seen it, a governor, a senator, that do not have the citizens' health best interest. They don't. I'm sorry to say that. This is an election year for Florida, and our choice is cockroaches or rats. And it's not funny. Florida's in a very bad situation. And what I see them doing as we go into season, as the snowbirds come down, all of the aerialization, the algicides, the herbicides, the pesticides, everything that they're bombarding the water with, They want to get rid of this algae. They want the first cold front to come down here and say, oh, our water's fine. Come down here and see our water. Come down here and visit Florida. They got Cape Coral got a million dollars for marketing. 
and Terry is microscopic. There was a gentleman out in Fort Myers Beach named Zach. I know I've talked about him before, some previous broadcasts. He lost a leg due to flesh-eating bacteria in the waters around here. I would predict we're going to have more of those cases, people getting ill. And, you know, it all depends on how compromised your immune system is. Just recently in Naples, Florida, there was an elderly man in his late 80s, early 90s, maybe. He went in the water and got a very, very nasty flesh-eating bacteria on his legs. That's how I think it works, how compromised your immune system is. It's almost like taking a risk going into the water in southwest Florida. Now, we're hearing about it over in Jupiter, the massive fish kills that we've seen this year, the state of emergencies that had to be announced, all of the money, all the grants coming in, and nothing being done. They're not, they have not stopped pumping the water at one point billion 1.8 billion gallons of water coming in from Lake Okeechobee that's contaminated into our waterway every single day. Now, I don't want to sound like a tree hugger here because I'm not, but they're creating a dead zone here in Florida. They're marketing for people to come down here and live, and people unknowingly are buying these houses, some of these houses down here, folks half a million, million, two or more, two, five million dollar homes. There's a gentleman uh, come down here to retire, bought a nice, beautiful house on a canal, Cape Coral. And um, he's spending $3,500 a month to smell the stench of raw cabbage and sewage in his backyard. He can't use the waterway. That's what's happening down here in Florida. So the cleanup, They've rented a few pump trucks to come suck the uh, algae off the surface. I think they, they pumped out one of the marinas over here with 60 tons, didn't even scratch the surface on it. The winds play a lot of direct, direct, the direction of the winds play a lot. There's still a dead fish smell, garbage smell up towards the uh, Sarasota County area. And it's really a shame. So, you know, the, the crabbers. And then, you know, another problem I got with old, uh, mentioned him earlier, Garrett Stewart telling everybody to eat local. Why the heck would you want to eat local when I see crabbers coming in? Who's eating that? Eh, it's a terrible situation. You got people with uh, orange trees, tangerines, grapefruits in the front yard, backyard, whatever. And, and the red tide. Air, you know, gets blown in the air if they look close to the water, and their fruit not looking the same. Where it used to be firmer, more colorful, it's now softer. You know, you go to these meetings, there's no answers. When the answer is so simple, it's going to affect the economy and a lot of industries. But, you know, we have to think of our future our children, and our children's children. I've said these before, but it's true. I don't think duckweed's the answer. I think stop stopping the flow. So what they've done is they've taken the natural flow that used to go north and south, because the Everglades is a slow-flowing river system. It's not a swamp, though it's swampy down there. But when you, you take something that 
God has created naturally, and you try to reverse the flow, going east to west for, to line the pockets. And that's the only reason. The only reason is to line pockets of those in Big Sugar and in the industry and the development. And with Disney coming here, with all the homes and all of the, the, the condos down here, that's what you have going on. Folks, I'm Will Zariski. My website is icnews.online. Check me out on Facebook, Will Zariski. Until next time, God bless everybody. Have a good night. Join us next time on the Informants, the Radio PI Network, Blog Talk Radio. Visit us on Twitter, Cape Coral PI, Will Zariski on Facebook, and my website, www.willzpi.com. God bless.